This week on Keep Blaming Millennials, Chris, Frank, and Melanie discuss the attempted kidnap of Governor Whitmer, the impending economic crisis, whether we have COVID or some other ailment, and a priest getting caught having sex in church. Yo, 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 we are back at it again with Keep Blaming Millennials. Welcome back to episode eight. Follow us on the KBM Facebook, Instagram pages, catch us on Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcast. We are here with Felony, Frankosaurus, Fresh, and Icky. How's everybody doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking, Chris. I figured we'd start and be a little polite this show. So uh, one rule we have for this show today. We will not bring up his name. He who shall not be named will not be brought up today. You got to be kidding me, Chris. Don't me with this <laughs> I got you 30 years of my <laughs> Robert. 30 years of my career. Chris, what are we going to talk about? We are not going to speak of his name today. He who shall not be named will not be brought up today. He who shall not be named. You know what? I respect that. He who shall not be named has been spoken of way too much. I think this is going to be mentally cleansing for all of us. Yes, let's take a little break because we're getting closer to the election. And I'm sure we'll, we can talk about that later on. So he who shall not be named today will not be mentioned for the rest of the show. How about that? If anyone mm-hmm. cracks, who is it going to be? Me? I probably mean Voldemort? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Voldemort. I think... I don't even know how to like dance around this without actually saying it. I I think you or one of us is going to crack. There's no yeah. question. I just don't know who. Melanie has better self-control than both of us. So if anyone's going to crack, it's going to be me or you. So Frank. I'm betting Chris. You're betting Chris. Okay. Over under on me saying it. Two, I three. Had, oh, like say you're going to say it two times or something? Yeah. I forget how under over under works. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I never know how that works either. When someone Over, says under, they're like plus six, I'm like, this, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a gambling man. What does it mean, Chris? If, I'm, if a team is plus six, does that mean they're, they're going to the, lose? They're the, they're the underdogs. They're this spotted six sense. points. They're spotted oh. six points before the game. I never understood that. Yeah. It still doesn't make any sense to me. Don't worry yeah, about it. We'll I agree. Me and, we, we'll me start and our, Felony agree with that. We'll start our gambling habit next week, Felony. Got it. So, Frank, you were watching it before we started the show. You made sure we started 30 minutes later because you had a, you have some <laughs> sort of story about clowns and you decided to, to so, fix your yeah, need with, my, with, with the movie It. So, my mom randomly was like, I was like, hey, all right, so this goes back a little bit. I go and my mom is watching Friday the 13th. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, my mom never watches horror movies. And she ends up watching, like, the entire marathon of Friday the 13th. So I was like, that's pretty strange, but okay. So then fast forward, and she's like, I really want to see that movie. What's called If? I'm like, you mean It? And she's like, yeah, yeah, It. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, okay. So then I come home, and she's like, Oh, I've had a terrible day. You're not going to believe what happened. I'm like, what happened? She's like, the shelf fell and all my clown figurines got destroyed. And it's like a fucking clown massacre. Like, it's all these fucking decapitated little clown figurines. And she's like, all been out of shape. I'm like, you want to watch that It movie? She's like, sure. So, like, then I put it on and we're watching It. And she's like freaking out because she's just like, I got like the little clown head. And I'm like, you let me die. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's like fucking freaked. So I started like, 
putting she doesn't know it yet but i hid a clown figurine in her room <laughs> you're a dick oh my god i'm such a bastard and i was like trying to take over a bluetooth speaker to play like creepy clown music and stuff like i'm basically just torturing my mom right now but you know tis the season so your mom's clown figurines broke and she's to make her feel better she thought to watch the movie if if yeah well no so she had already asked to watch it but then like so she asked yesterday and i was like sure and then today she was like yeah like all my figurines got broken and i mean i'm telling you it's like all these figurines already creep me out i just always thought they're creepy but they all i like, got destroyed like the shelf just like magically fell on its own and all the clown figurines got like fucking decapitated. There's like legs and arms and heads. And I started like Just setting clown them massacre. up. Clown massacre. And I started like putting them like in really creepy ways and shit all over the place after we watched the movie. And then I hid one in her bathroom. So <laughs> I'm probably going to hear a scream in a little bit here. I'm pretty excited about it, actually. That's cool. I'm trying to scare your mom. My I mean, aunt also has a creepy clown collection. I don't know what it is about the clowns. Fuck the clowns. I've always hated yeah, clowns. I don't know what it is. I know like a lot of people from the older generation like clowns. Like I don't think anyone from our generation likes clowns. Like do you guys like have any affinity towards clowns? No. None. Maybe it's cuz like I don't know, that was like the thing to do I guess when you were a kid at a party like someone would get a clown. Is that why like that generation loves it like it brings it back to being a kid or something? How many parties did you go to as a kid where there was a clown? Never been to one. I think like one or two. Yeah, see like I think maybe like one, but I think back in the day that was actually like a fun thing like cuz I remember when I was a kid I had like a Barnum and Bailey's like VHS tape, but I feel like that the whole clown thing is like over now. Like people are just like clowns are fucking creepy. But back then people like actually liked them. I don't know. I guess that was that was the shit back in the day. So, so I think Frank, it ruined that for everybody. Yeah, I really probably. think that was it. Like clowns everywhere. Like fuck it, that ruined us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do. What the '80s? That was creepy in the '80s. That that I think it was a TV movie first. Oh really? Yeah, it was a long TV movie. I don't think it was an official movie. I think it was a like a, a special TV movie. Yeah, you know, it's the Tim original. Curry from fucking. That's Home right. Home. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah, that's Tim. That's the guy from Home Alone. The uh, Home Alone Two, the one that's like the. I think he actually looks guy. creepier than the newer. Life. Uh, yeah, dude, I just watched it. I mean, I'd already seen it, but I was thinking that whole time. I'm like, he was actually much creepier than this like CGI shit that they pulled off of yeah. the new one. I gotta look this up. So, Frank, I I haven't told you what's happening to the Keep Blaming Millennials Facebook. Yeah, what's going on? I didn't. I was wondering about that. So. Obviously, we created, you know, started a new show. We created our Facebook for the show. Try to get some followers. Follow us on Facebook. Um, yeah, I had, out of nowhere last week, over 100 people from India followed us. No way. Yeah, so I don't know if I accidentally maybe liked a picture of some Indian chick or something. I don't know how. <laughs> Somehow, we got into, like, the analytics of India. So, I guess what? we're pop. Yeah, we have, like, 100 like I had a hundred friend requests from people from India for millennials Facebook. I've got to see this. Yeah. Go to, go to our Facebook page, dude. It's really like, Oh, odd. I don't think I have access to that. I think I only have like, are you talking about the page or your the profile? Pro the, pro the profile. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't think I have access to that. Oh wait, but I can look at your friends still. 
Did you? All right. So this is what you probably did. You probably accepted a friend request from some fake account, and now you're just getting inundated with like with fake, fake accounts, accounts, fake India. Yeah, accounts. yeah. Because what ha- what had happened was I have a story about this. So are there bots uh, all of a sudden going to tell me to start voting for Trump and Biden, Satan, all these people from India? Probably. <laughs> oh, you just. Oh, you, you broke just it. did it. You broke oh. it. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, damn you it. You fucking broke over. We're not even in the show. Five minutes. Five minutes. God oh damn it. Oh, my God. Dude, how did you break already? That's crazy. You didn't even know. This. I need to go to the penalty. We need a penalty box. I'm you have a problem, box. Chris. You clearly have a problem. I eat because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy <laughs> because I eat. It's a vicious cycle. I can't. Dude. I just need it. Manja, manja, manja. That's I need it all the time. <laughs> All right, God so damn it. yeah, <laughs> you don't know how Facebook works. I learned this the hard way back in the day. So uh, back in the day, like I would accept any friend requests that came my way because I was like a DJ and I figured, oh, yeah, the more friends I have, the more people I can like send event requests to and stuff like that, you know, just more people I can market to. Well, little did I know I, re- I accepted a friend request from like a cam girl and then she like tagged me in a post on my page of her like half naked like hey sexy guys who wants to see a good show blah 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 now here's the problem i had a girlfriend at the time and like her whole family was friends with me on facebook so that's like on my fucking page and she lost her fucking mind i got in so much trouble and she like didn't believe me either like i basically explained what i just explained to you and she was like not having she's like my whole family saw that and i was just like oh no and i learned at that point because once you accept one of those things it starts flooding in so like every now and then i'll get like some crazy russian chick and it's always the funniest thing too it's like a hot russian chick in the picture and they'll have like 15 friends and it'll all be weird looking creepy ass dudes that like, you know, like take, they take the picture from their phone, but it's like too close to their face. Like you ever seen those guys? Yeah. I had about half the pictures that I accepted were like that. <laughs> so yeah, that's what happened to you. Damn, I thought we were popping off in India. I thought it would become like a Bollywood podcast or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well maybe i'm wrong maybe all of a sudden we're just gonna get like sponsored all... by bollywood or yeah. something shout out to bollywood dude to i would bollywood. be all about that we get famous in india that's how that's what that's where a podcast blows up maybe it's because they have the most millennials who knows oh oh there you that's go that's actually pretty smart. or they love avocado think... our logo right yeah they think like we're a restaurant like <laughs> like i was saying all along I right, shout out to our Indian fans out there. Let's go. Oh. The We're going to take over. Right <laughs> All right. Top, top podcast in Bollywood. <laughs> shout out to India. How many languages are in India, Melanie? Hundreds and hundreds. Okay. I think it's officially 700 languages. I might be no over shit. under. Let me double check. Wow. I didn't know that. Well, we're See, popping off in India, guys. Now that we're not talking about he who not be named, we're like actually becoming an He who audience. shall not be named. People are learning. Be- like, I didn't know there's 700 languages in India. Now we know. Now, now so we know. apparently their constitution lists 22 languages, but there are... Oh my god, now it's saying like over 19,000 languages spoken in India. 
I mean, that's got to be like dialects, so not like 700. Okay, yes, 22 major languages and over 720 dialects. And the official language spoken in India is Hindi. Okay. The more you know. So, do you guys know the official language of the United States? English. As far as I know, there is no official language of the United States. Hmm. Right? But the, the right answer is American. America. That's oh, wait, a, so I guess there's nothing in our constitution. Oh, yeah, you're right. It looks like it. Blah, blah. Language facts on keep blaming millennials. Let's go. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. They might have passed something back in 2017. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Uh-huh. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. I'm seeing this now. The yes. English Language Unity Act of 2017. Yep. <laughs> to oh, declare my. English as the official language of the United States to establish a uniform English language rule for naturalization. What the fuck? People have been coming he here. He who shall for, not be named would do what, this. How long? Well, have 200 the, years? I, I thought we all understood just English is the language. You take the test in English. Of course, you're allowed to speak your original language, but why all of a sudden in 2017 do we have to declare our our official language as English? I feel like Tyrone Biggins. I want to say his name so bad. <laughs> we smoke that rock. We got this was uh, Mr. King of Iowa, Mr. Collins of Georgia, Mr. Duncan of South Carolina, and Mr. Franks of Arizona were the sponsors of this bill. Shocking. Hmm. Did that actually pass? I, I didn't see that. I'm. Um, they're pre they're preparing because they know that Spanish is going to be the most spoken language in the United States within the next like thirty years. I know. I wish I would have spoke. I wish I would have learned Spanish or just kept up with it. I'm going to make sure if I have a kid, they're going to go to a dual language school so they can speak English and Spanish. I want my kids speaking America. Yeah. <laughs> So, Frank, we went to Rhino this weekend, the art district, right? It's considered the art district of Denver or no? What is it considered, Rhino? Rhino is, yeah, that's like, it's like the art district. It used okay. to just be a bunch of warehouses and it was like really ghetto. You remember when I first moved there, it was still yeah. pretty like shitty. Uh, Rhino is like short for River North something, I don't know. Yeah, it's really nice now. They really built it up. So, we had a weird little experience over there, so... <laughs> We went um, to a few, uh, what, restaurants, Melanie Wood? Or... We went to, yeah, we went to, I forget the first one. Maybe it was called The Source. And then we went to the Zeppelin. There are food halls. Anyways. The food halls, yeah. So we go to the second food hall, Frank. And we want. <laughs> she found the cloud. She found the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> she just walked in and found the cloud. What'd she say? No, she's, I don't think I scared her that good. I think she's actually, she's pretty resilient. Hmm. Now, now I'm terrified. This fucking clown is just, yeah, now it's just at staring at you. Uh. It looks like a snowman. Oh, you can see it? Yeah. Look at this fucking thing. All right, so hold on. Go ahead with your story. So we're at this food hall and we wind up seeing Brock Pierce, who is, Brock Pierce basically was in the Mighty Ducks. Um, both Mighty Ducks movies and he still looks like a child but he like wears like Johnny Depp like a bunch of rings and like those weird cowboy hats and he still looks like he looks like an old child and 
he wound up becoming a, a Bitcoin billionaire. And now he's running for president. Sorry, this creepy clown. I didn't want it to like do this, but it's like. <laughs> You're, that thing, something's going to come to your closet and just kill you. Just put it outside your door. Yeah. You're starting to freak <laughs> I can't me out. Stop dude. it! Ah! <laughs> By the way, eyes are turning red. Ah! <laughs> Tim Curry as it is very scary. By the way, so I scary. It up. All right, I gotta get rid of this thing. All right, I'm sorry, guys. Man, that backfired. She wasn't scared at all, and now I have this demon clown that the music is coming out of it, and it's just in my room, and I'm terrified. That was a mistake. <laughs> so I totally I, ruined your story, Chris. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. So uh, when I first read your notes on that, I thought you were talking about Pierce Brosnan, like 007. <laughs> and not, not going to lie, I'm a little let down. I was like, what? You saw Pierce Brosnan? That's badass. That is a really a better story if I saw 007. <laughs> I was just thinking that scene in Mr. Doubtfire where uh, Robin Williams throws the orange at his head. <laughs> He's like, it was a drive-by fruiting. <laughs> yeah, so we pull up, and there's a giant, like, bus. Like a campaign bus. Yeah, a campaign bus, and it says Brock for president. I'm like, what the hell is this? And then Chris realizes that, you know, it's the Mighty Ducks guy. So we see him, and I guess he was doing an event, and he was campaigning. It was weird. Part of me was thinking, like, what's the point in campaigning? Acon's on the bus. Akon's part of his campaign, Frank. Wait, was he actually physically no. there? No, I was so disappointed, but he's it's like a giant f- picture of it. He's like on his campaign website too. And the lady who was in The Great, the Great Hack, Hack, who made up Cambridge Analytica to help. Brittany Kaiser. Did you ever watch The Great Hack? Yeah, yeah. He's oh the, he the who girl. shall not be named. She, yeah, she helped him get elected. We saw her. She was there with Brock Pierce. She was there. And she's right? on the bus too next to Akon. Crazy. Akon, Which, Akon's super legit, but this guy looks like a fucking joke. Yeah. I'm yeah, looking at this guy right now. Dude. He looks like he never went through puberty. Yeah, he looks like he... It's he, weird. He looked like he stayed at like 12 years old and just did a bunch of cocaine and like has like baggy like eyes and everything. He's got a huge forehead. Yeah. Yeah, this guy looks so creepy. The hat and the whole Johnny Depp thing isn't really yeah. working for him. He has him. like eight rings on. Yeah, he's weird, dude. This but guy yeah. definitely goes to Burning Man. Yeah, he's like a big, he's actually giant into Burning Man. If you read about his. Kaiser went to Burning Man. In the movie. That's how she became his campaign person. Yeah. So they were like on peyote at Burning Man. Oh, so it looks like John Oliver did something about him. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just, I'm seeing something on, like, I I Google imaged this guy and uh, he kind of looks like David Spade almost in this one. Yes. I could see the David Spade. So let's get this straight. He became a Bitcoin billionaire. No, Mighty mm-hmm. Ducks first, retired as an act, child actor. Then for somehow he just invested a bunch of his money into Bitcoin and became a Bitcoin billionaire. He's worth anywhere from 700 to a billion dollars from Bitcoin. $700 to a billion dollars? That's a pretty big range. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Guy is anywhere from $700 in his pocket. <laughs> Dude, uh, so what is he, a libertarian? He's got to be a libertarian. I have right? no idea, actually. I was I trying know. to find out his, 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 uh, what he's running on on his website, and there's like nothing. It's just like and he's honesty. Running in the- <laughs> <laughs> honesty. Yeah, it's like honesty, honor, America. 
the mighty ducks i'm an entrepreneur (laughs) yeah well we should be getting our ballots soon um they mailed them out the other day so i'm curious to see if he's even on the ballot but he had i don't know maybe like 10 a group of 10 people i felt like half the people were part of his team but it sounded like because we were sitting relatively close and it sounded like he was talking policy, but could you just imagine having that much money where like, you know, he has no shot in hell of winning the presidential election and he's just having this campaign. Just imagine having that much money. Dude, he was the kid in the movie First Kid. Oh, it is him. Oh my God. I should have took a picture with him now. I feel so (laughs) stupid. That's one of that's my favorite Sinbad movie. That's the only Sinbad movie. He has my vote. He's got my vote now. First Kid is a classic. What is First Kid? Are you, you remember First Kid? What? I don't think I ever serious? watched it. Chris, how'd you marry her? She's never seen First Kid. How'd you not see First Kid? I'm really disappointed <laughs> in you. Oh, he he's... runs for president? No, he's the first kid. He's the president's kid. Is Brandon Fraser also in this movie? Oh, my God. No, I'm Brandon, looking at the pictures. Brandon Fraser is not in this movie. <laughs> That's the mummy. Gordon Bombay. So is he the bad guy? I've never watched this. I don't remember which one he was in The Mighty Ducks. Oh, he was Gordon Bombay. Is that like the rich bad guy kid? Yeah, I think so. No, it's the coach. He plays young Gordon Bombay in the first one. And then he's somehow in the second one, I think, as a bad guy. They brought him back. Okay. And then somehow he was first kid. Remember he was like talking to like... That was a weird premise of the first kid. It's like when the internet was like first coming around and he was talking pretending to be like was he like getting allured by like a, a sec not a sexual predator but like someone trying to kidnap him pretending to be the yeah he was like let's be friends yeah, online be friends. Yeah. that was like what everyone warned you of back in the day it was like, like almost like a psa to- in that movie like don't talk to strangers online and then he was about to get kidnapped and simbad saved him pretty much yeah the internet's a dangerous place people still is so let's get the show on the road after we've just been bullshitting. I mean, we just had the most random talk. Is great, though. I'm going to definitely fine. watch first. Oh, kid. and I forgot to actually mention one more thing before we move on, Frank. So we left Rhino District and downtown, and then someone got shot and killed. From uh, There was protesters, far-right protesters versus far-left protesters, and someone got shot and killed. Where? Oh. At, like, Cap Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to live right by there, and mad sketchy shit happens there. Yeah, like, the guy I got, yeah. There so, was a shooting when I lived there at the fucking, um, you know, what's that liquor store that's right there next to Cap Hill? It's like, anyways, a lot of people died. Like, five people died or something. It was crazy. And the Capitol and, like, the parks, everything's, like, all fenced off. And, like, a year ago, it wasn't like that. But I know it's because of all the, the protest and stuff. Yeah, some basically a far right protester slapped a far left protester and then pepper sprayed him and then he shot him in the chest and killed him. The far left person. Well, he was actually, they're saying he's a security guard for one of the news crews that were there covering it. Now they're saying he's not a security guard. They don't even know. Yeah, of course, everyone is saying he's Antifa, but it's been proven that he's not Antifa, but shocker. So sounds like a really eventful afternoon. You guys met the first kid. Uh, found out he was running for president, and then uh, someone got murdered. And we met one. Well, we didn't meet, but we saw one of the people responsible for the 2016 election. The result of it. Oh uh, yeah, that Cambridge Analytica chick. Yeah. yeah, crazy. It was a great date night. 
date day, right? Date day. Day date. So let's start off with the stories. So the big story (laughs) from this week. So basically what we know about is there was a militia members charged in kidnapping plot against the Michigan governor. State and federal officials have charged 13 men with various offenses related to an alleged coup plotted against Michigan governor Gretchen Whitmer, a scheme that involved months of planning and even rehearsals to kidnap the governor from her vacation home. Of the suspects, seven are facing charges on the state level, while the other six are facing federal charges. On June 14th, a second confidential informant had recorded a phone conversation with Fox. During the discussion, Fox said he needed 200 men to storm Michigan's capital and take hostages, including Whitmer. He explained a trial would be held for Whitmer for treason and the plan would be enacted before the November 3rd general election. (laughs) So first off, Frank, when you heard this story, is this just what's going to come for the election and the four months after the election? Uh, He who shall not be named kind of provoked this with his little stand back and stand by shit. I mean, this is exactly what happens when you do that when you have that kind of rhetoric i are these is this the same do we know for sure these are the same people that were um occupying the state capitol during the uh the lockdown protest i believe i believe that some of them were there yeah i think they were trying to recruit people from that event they actually scoped out her vacation home the governor's vacation home they were practicing um Shooting drills and stuff. Shooting drills, explosive drills. They had, I guess, a plan of grab a bunch of Molotov cocktails and throw it at police after they captured the governor. So they were all, so you know, when the news matter, covered, when the when the cops covered or when the media covered this, they were calling them a militia. They weren't calling them terrorists. That is correct. It's funny. I saw a meme, and it's like one of those like skin tone measuring things and then the darker the skin it goes like on the lighter skins it says militia and as soon as it starts getting darker it says terrorist that, that makes apps that makes oh the peter griffin sense. one is that what that is yeah, yeah the peter griffin one. well it's been known like even since before he who will not be named but became president like right-wing terrorist groups have been like the biggest form of domestic terrorism in this country. I mean, you look at like Timothy McVeigh with the Oklahoma City bombing. Um, the biggest domestic threat is right-wing terrorist organizations. We had and- in 2018, that guy during the midterms sent bombs to uh, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton. He actually lived in Plantation. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Well, I mean, there's also crazy. two How on the left. There was that guy this? on the left who tried to, uh, what was it, a few years back, he, I think he shot a Republican. He was a diehard, like, Bernie supporter, and he shot, like, it was that softball game, and he shot one of the oh. Republican congressmen, Steve Scalise, I believe. So Right, but what about the, yeah, that's the one from Arizona, right, that got shot? Oh, in yeah, Gifford, that one, yeah. That was a Gabby Gifford. One. Yeah. Another one that we can't really forget about is um, another instance of the left was the, the shooter in Dallas who shot like five cops. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. So you're right. There is, there is like, you know, terrorism from both sides, but I'd say by and large, it does come from the right. Felony. What did you think when you first heard this? 
Well, the one thing I found kind of ironic is that the domestic terrorists, and there actually are a few news stations that are calling them domestic terrorists. They're not calling them a militia. So these domestic terrorists wanted to try her for treason. And I just find it ironic. It's like, well, what you're doing is treason. Right. So it just, just makes me laugh. But seeing the story, I would say it makes me a little nervous. It made me kind of wonder, like, is this what we're going to see after the election? So I, I guess I, I just feel like the first few weeks in November probably aren't going to be very, very calm. Maybe I'll be wrong. I think election, I think even after the election, it's going to be up to the inauguration. If there is a change of presidency, I think it's going to be pretty ugly. I think you're going to see both sides get stupid and crazy. And hopefully this isn't the beginning of what we're going to see. But unfortunately, I think it will be. Um, so next, for our next uh, story. Real quick on that. I'm just like, because I'm reading this. There's saying we need 200 men to storm Michigan's capital and take hostages, including Whitner. He explained a trial will be held for Whitner for treason. This just makes me think like these guys watched that, uh, the Batman movie with Bane too many times, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> remember, they're like holding um, everybody in trial. They had that whole scene where they're like, I was born in the dark. I was born merrily. This guy definitely, they, I guarantee you, they all have Bane masks. Like they just jerk off to that idea. Like, I'm fucking Bane. Uh. <laughs> These fucking nerds probably have Facebook groups and everything all saying, take down Michigan. Yeah. Join the army, motherfucker. Can you imagine what we would hear, guys? The last thing on this, what we would hear if this was BLM or Antifa that planned this? Oh, you'd Can never you hear imagine? the end of it. You would never hear the end of it. Have, have you guys watched Fox News? Like, what's their reporting on this? I would love to hear. You know, Tucker just... Carlson's like, those are patriots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. No, um, I, I saw a few comments of Ben Shapiro, and he was victim-shaming victim Governor Whitmer, saying that, like, she, sh she shouldn't blame he who shall not be uh, named, even though he, during the beginning of the lockdown, was saying liberate Michigan. But, you know, facts don't care about anyone's feelings these yeah, days. Yeah, dude, liberate Michigan. And then, well, yeah. these guys try to liberate Michigan, so... So let's transition to a slightly, well, just a sad story. U.S. layoffs still high. Um, at, a fa at face value, the Labor Department's report last Thursday indicated that more than 800,000 people are still being laid off each week, a, st a historically huge number more than any week during the 2008-2009 Great Recession. Some states are still processing backlog applications from this summer California, for example, stopped accepting new claims for two weeks so it could clear the backlog of 600,000 applicants that are more than three weeks old. Disney said last week that it would cut 28,000 jobs and American Airlines and United Airlines combined furloughed 32,000 employees last week. Uh, airlines have been barred from cutting jobs as long as they were receiving federal aid, which expired this month. So as soon as their federal aid stopped, they started cutting people. Uh, Felony, what was your thoughts when you first heard this? Just, you know, kind of makes me nervous. I think we see the writing on the wall. Um, we in the education realm are starting to hear little whispers about budget cuts and a lot of, um, 
you know, I know the school district I work for is trying to pass a bond so they can try to prevent any cuts from next year. I know the school district I used to work for, they're no longer doing extra money for being in a school. So I just, yeah, I mean, I don't see it getting any better. And I really wish Congress would get their act together, stop trying to and push the a Supreme and the Senate. Just, well, Congress is, you know, when I say Congress, I mean the entire thing. But I just wish they would get their act together and like they need to push for some more aid. It's going to be devastating. I mean, who 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 cares about the Supreme Court nominee? Like, you clearly don't give a fuck about the American people and get your priorities straight. Wait, you mean that $1,200 check isn't holding you guys over? Nah, sure. man. That was, that was my rent. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 the first thing I thought of was the federal aid. So, like, PPP, like, that basically delayed – a lot of the joblessness that we're seeing now, um, that just makes perfect sense. The other thing is it just pisses me off because it was fucking impossible for me to get unemployment. I didn't receive a dollar financial aid this entire uh, pandemic. And I mean, I've been like fucking scrapping by. I've been doing, you know, if it wasn't for OnlyFans, I don't know what I would have done. And it really pisses me off because I have like this one friend in particular who's been like, one of the most conservative people I know. And I saw him the other day and he was bragging about how he's been getting like $4,000 a month from the government this whole time. And I'm like, because he got unemployment somehow, like he managed, like he just like, he said he he tried like a thousand times or something. I hate socialism. Yeah. Yeah. He's like diehard, diehard conservative Republican. But then he's been, he's made like, you know, 4,000 a month up the government for the last five months. And, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't conflict with his uh, fiscally conservative outlook on things. But meanwhile, I'm like the diehard liberal and I haven't gotten a dollar. So. Yeah, no, it's unfortunate. Um, I mean, I understand like, so there's a few things about this story that pisses me off. Uh, so Disney cut 28,000 jobs, American airlines and United airlines cut 32,000 jobs. So I understand there's not enough business that you can't hold these employees. I understand that. But at the same time, like these billion dollar corporations were bragging before this coronavirus, how they were doing amazing, how they were killing it. Those were the best years they've ever had. And they always talk shit about like so many people, Oh, how do you, you know, save money for, you know, a rainy Mm -hmm. day. You never know what's going to happen. You know, and a majority of these people who got these giant tax cuts like Disney, like American airlines, like United airlines, a majority of them, use those tax cuts, not necessarily to invest and buy, you know, hire more people. It's used to, they had record number, uh, all three companies had record number, uh, excuse me, stock buybacks this year. So it's just kind of fucked up that all of a sudden they're bragging about how amazing they're doing to, you know, using their tax dollars that they, or the tax money they saved did stock buybacks. And then all of a sudden, like once the government starts, stops handing them money, they just cut all these fucking people. It's, I wish I mean, the, it's just such it, a, like a double-edged sword right there. I like, get it. They don't have the, the, the business to necessitate them, but at the same time, it's like, why are we fucking, you know, like the government's got to bail you out to keep people hired instead of going on like welfare, or no stimulus checks, no stimulus package. It's just a fuck situation. If that doesn't say there's a problem with America and the, the, the billion dollar corporations, I don't know what else to tell you, dude. If you don't think there's a problem with anything I just said, like go fuck yourself. I feel like this is like the ultimate argument against trickle down economics. 
like, oh, no, yeah, give tax cuts to the corporations and it's going to turn into job creation when, in fact, like you're seeing it here now, like corporations aren't going to make the right decision unless like they're always going to look out for their bottom line. They're, they're, they have no incentive to like make sure the country's doing well. They just have to make sure that the company is doing well. Yeah, their stock prices are stay high. Yeah, no. So it's kind of, it's a fuck situation. I mean, I get it. They don't have the business that necessitate the workers, but at the same time, you know, these are the companies that were bragging how they were doing amazing, making record profits off the, uh, he who shall not be named. They almost did it again. Tax cuts and save for a rainy day. You know, they make fun of our generation. Oh, how does, you know, 50% of the country don't have, you know, um, they're living check to check. And then these assholes, you know, once the government stops giving them aid, they cut, you know, thousands and thousands of jobs it's pretty sad and i think also you know men, uh, melanie mentioned earlier how the education and there's rumors that there's going to be a lot of um you know pay freezes and there may be layoffs like if government stops spending money i mean there's going to be a lot that's where you first start seeing it and if you know they're not buying new, you know jobs for new construction hiring new cops teachers fire i'm already fire. on it I'm already on a pay freeze and we have furlough days. Yeah, that's, that's no shit. We still yeah. haven't, I believe we still haven't seen the worst of this recession. I honestly don't think, think we've and seen if, the worst of it. Yet. And do you if think our, that the timing of this is political? I, I kind of do. What do you mean political? In what way? Well, think about this. So like by not signing another stimulus yep. package, if, I'm just going to say, if Trump loses, I did it. Fuck it. Uh, if Trump yeah, loses, one, one. yeah, if Trump, I'm going to do it again. Trump loses, right? And then there was no stimulus plan. Biden's going to come in and those jobless numbers are going to spike as yep. soon as he starts his term. So immediately people are going to be like, oh, look, as soon as Biden came in office, now unemployment's gone up. And also, uh, he shall not be named. He, if he signs a stimulus package and then he gets voted out, it just adds to the deficit during his administration. You know what I mean? So it's a lose-lose for Trump to sign a stimulus package. Now, it only benefits him to delay this because he's setting Biden up to look bad if he wins. And then on top of that, if he does win, then he signs a stimulus package and then he fixes things. And he's like, look what I did, you know? So don't you think I it think was, but political. I kind of, I also think you could look at that another way. Like Pelosi, like they just offered a deal to Pelosi. It wasn't that very good of a deal and she rejected it. So it's like, you know, cause he who should not be named would look like a hero if it got passed right before the election too. So it could kind of, I could see what you're right. saying on both sides. You know, the right's going to blame if there is a change in the White House. The, you know how, you know, the right uh, echo chamber works. They're going to blame him for everything, you know? So, yeah. you know, we know how this works. So either way, think... it's a shit show. And right now, like we're seeing Amy Coney Barrett today with her uh, Senate hearing. Like, that's such a joke that we're doing that before getting, you know, people that are suffering right now fucking don't have anywhere to live, can't feed their kids. And we're, we're worried about a Supreme court nominee. Like that's such a fucking joke, dude. How are you, how does that not bother anybody? That's what pisses me off. No, it should bother people. I also though, you know what, if, if they were to pass a stimulus package, it is too late for that to have any saving grace for he who shall not be named. I think it's too late. It's, this has been going on for a while. I do think though, Frank, Chris and I were like talking about this. My theory is he who shall not be named is like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let Biden inherit this mess because yeah. not only is, you know, like 
I mean, it's, it's coming like the, the fed, the fed is nervous, you know, economists, you know, you're, you're just hearing a lot of things. So he's going to inherit a mess financially, economically. And then on top of that, the pandemic's not under control. And I think what he's going to try to do, I think what Biden's going to try to do is maybe try to do some mask mandate, like a, like a national mask mandate and all of those like people that are on the right that support, you know, who they're going to be like, fuck that. Like I'm not wearing a mask, my rights. And it's just, it's, I feel like the first year of if, if Biden wins the first year of his presidency is just going to be a hot, hot mess. So the last, last thing on this topic before we move on, um, I don't know if you guys saw this, this was reported in the wall street journal, CNN, um, NPR, um, U.S. debt is set to exceed the size of the economy next year. How scary and sad is that? We've never, I don't think we've ever had that in our lifetime. I've, I don't, as, you know, as bad as crazy as the Bush years were um, and how much debt we were in. I don't, I don't, I've never heard anything like that in our life, in my life. Have because you guys? the current presidency does not care about the budget. They talk about being like, you know, fiscally conservative. Well, he's not fiscally conservative. He's not no, your typical not at conservative. All. Bullshit. Yeah, he already Isn't doubled that his the big debt. thing. The de- the deficit was like a huge thing in his campaign. How he was gonna eliminate the deficit, and he 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 always was like attacking uh, Obama about the deficit as well. Just to get back to like Biden and Biden inheriting a mess, it just reminds me of two thousand eight all over again. It seems like every time we get a Democrat in office, they're inheriting the mess of a Republican. They spend their entire presidency cleaning it up. And then by the time the Republican comes back, they take all the credit for it. Fuck it all up again. It's like the no, same this is, yeah, they, thing they happening could, again. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Clinton, I mean, Bush, Obama, and now he yeah. who shall not be named. Yep. Trickle down into economics. See, it works so good. And then yeah, uh, if anybody doesn't are, notice this trend, I mean, I've been alive long enough to notice this trend. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of a pattern, isn't there? Yeah, there's definitely a fucking pattern. <laughs> so on to the next story, guys. Uh, this was in Newsweek. Uh, millennials control 4.2% of the U.S. wealth, four times poorer than baby boomers were at 34. Baby boomers, people born between 1946 and 1964, currently control 10 times more wealth than millennials, whose 72 million workers make the most represented group in the workforce. Millennials who are the median age of 32 control just 4.6% of the U.S. wealth, far behind the 21% boomers had at about at the same age a generation before these working young adults will need to quadruple their bank accounts in the next two years in order to match the financial (laughs) share controlled by their parents during the late 1980s when the medium boomer was 34 years old a generational wealth report published thursday by bloomberg draws from the federal reserve data and shows the richest 50 american individuals have as much money as half the united states or 165 million people The glaring disparities highlighted in the report reveal the coronavirus pandemic has worsened many of the already wide financial divides. Frankosaurus Fresh. So we got to quadruple our bank accounts in the next two years. All right. So I got $7. I got to have $28 in the next two years. (laughs) I'm like, that's your Brock Pierce mouth, right? $700 to $1 billion. Um. Not surprising. I mean, we've been talking about this quite a bit. It's very depressing. Uh, yeah, we're fucked. 
<laughs> Melody, what about you? <laughs> I think I think Frank sums it up. We're fucked. No, I just I don't really know what we're supposed to do. You know, we've we've been told that like we need to come up with a solution, right? Like millennials, we complain about everything and come up with a solution. I don't know how you fix this. I mean, eventually we'll replace the baby boomers in the workforce because there are way more millennials, but that doesn't solve the problem of wealth. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to fix this. I don't do know you, if we have to vote so people, you, change the system. I have no idea. So you want to know the solution in the article? If you guys didn't read the whole article, basically saying that what's going to save us is when the boomers die and we inherit their money. That's going to save our generation. How yeah, pathetic that is that, thought. dude? Why are they hoarding all the money in the jobs, man? Like They're, they're not retiring, bro. A majority of them aren't retiring. They're not selling their homes. They're not retiring because retirement is fucking hard. And yeah, so I'm not surprised that we're here. So we just need all of our parents to pass and give us their money and grandparents. And we'll be good. We'll be back. And then we'll quadruple our bank accounts. All right. We just got to start just waiting on my grandparents. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh no. God, Damn, I'm just kidding. I'm just Felony, kidding. Melanie. Oh my God. That's fucking brutal. I love but, you guys. But please die. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just got to start committing cyber crimes. That's it. Like, old people don't know how to use computers. We got to do that shit where I've it's been like, saying, Frank. I know you did. You brought that out to me a while ago. Like, Frank, we could totally do this. Let's do it, article. <laughs> Just be like, uh, excuse me, sir. It, it shows here that your, um, your credit card information, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to need your uh, credit card number, please. Oh, sure. Thank here you go, young man. Oh, thank you so much. And can I get your social security number as well? Yeah, you could do that. You could say you're Nigerian prince. Apparently, a ton of boomers have sent money to those scams. So any any of that stuff will work. Let's do it. Yeah, old people are pretty easy to scam. So I guess there's only one way to get this distribution of wealth. We got to fucking take advantage of their weakness, which is technology. <laughs> <laughs> my only weakness. <laughs> no technology. <laughs> Facebook, my only weakness. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so I had this one, this one old teacher, he's, he's such a boomer and he does not know how to use technology. And he thought because I was young that I knew how to use it. And of course, like I do, but I just pretended I didn't because I did not want to be his assistant. So I lied about my technology use. How do I sign onto my Gmail? I have no idea. Help me. <laughs> I don't know uh... either. So it's let's... so funny when you think about like the skill level and education level of a millennial compared to like a boomer. It's just fucking maddening. And then, but they're like fucking so rich and we're like peasants. It's like, why is this happening? I know. <laughs> like, you're a fucking idiot and you're fucking stupid wealthy. How did you get so rich? That's when college was like a thousand dollars. Four year degree. Yeah, you could like have a summer job and pay for your whole degree. That's what, yeah, that's what they that's what they had pensions. Oh my god. My house is only fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. But pull yourself up from your boots. You yeah. have to stop eating goddamn avocado toast and you could be like me. I love you you ever see when they put out those like um 
there's like budgets for how millennials can like do better and it's like rent four hundred dollars cell phone bill twenty dollars like it's this most like save eight hundred dollars a month and it's like the whole budget is based off of like making like minimum wage at like sixteen hundred dollars or something and it's like dude what like whose cell phone bill is twenty dollars like who's paying four hundred dollars for rent like what are no, you it's like mad? eighty dollars for health insurance yeah, $80 for health insurance is my favorite one. Oh my God, those things I feel like die. who makes those though are like the millennial trust fund babies that work at like some bullshit magazine for like $15,000 a year or something. Just have no idea about money and like make those charts and shit. I don't think that's like a boomer. Yeah. So either way, I, I could be trust fund baby or boomer for sure. They're basically the same thing, <laughs> you know? I wish I was a trust fund baby. That'd be like oh, a I know. fire thing. Oh, I know. It, that'd be so tight. Just like I, if you were handed generational wealth or like you just were given like a fucking dope job. Like, oh, okay, here you go. You're going to run the company now. It's like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Do you know Rudy Giuliani's son got a job in the White House and all he, he gets paid like $150,000 a year and all he's supposed to do is schedule a sports teams championship uh, like meeting the president that's all he does and there's like been like how many teams go to the white house in the past yeah, four years no one wants to see him he has the easiest job <laughs> ever what the fuck One hundred fifty thousand dollars. i wish like he's not like literally what is he doing all day yeah no one wants to go there and then he's like and then it's like all right time to order the hamburgers yeah <laughs> the, <laughs> the national, national championship <laughs> clemson football team here's filet fish and big Macs. <laughs> we got all the mcrib is back you guys are in luck <laughs> congratulations on your tough year where we made billions of dollars and you guys made uh just an education yeah you guys got a scholarship and we fucking stored the shit out of you the coach of the coach of uh clemson made eight million dollars and you guys got a filet fish at the white house congratulations (laughs) on your great season oh god sounds awful oh lord so let's move on to melanie's tea time Oh, hold on. I had my uh, Punjabian seeds to the... There we go. Oh. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Melanie's Tea Time. Uh. Certified Freak. Seven days a week. Didn't she just get a divorce? Dude, it is so... Con- yes, but... Or was it a stunt? So let's no, start. No, no, no. Okay. She apparently asked for a divorce. We reported on this a few this weeks ago. This is Cardi ago. B. If you don't Cardi know. B, yes. And her birthday was this past weekend, and Offset gave her a brand new car. Don't ask me which type. I don't know. And then they posted about, you know, her birthday, and they, she was making out with him, riding on his dick, and... Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> I did not see that part. I didn't see Dude, that Dude, there's part. a video, and okay, she's, like, dry humping him. <laughs> okay, that's different from the... No, that is riding oh, on a dick. I thought you were talking about, like dick out is, fucking yeah you're making that sound like yeah dick's out for harambe right there <laughs> almost no and she's grinding it's like an over the pants it's candy all over but the humping cardi yeah. b's birthday included an offset reunion they're making out and stuff so i think they're probably going to get divorced still but you know it's just going to be her her side man maybe maybe I love how he keeps cheating on her right that's what he keeps doing he keeps cheating on her that's the rumor. She said that that's not why they're divorcing. She says she just doesn't get along with him. 
Like she's tired of arguing. So I think what it is, is they enjoy hooking up with each other. Maybe they're sexually compatible, but not compatible in a marriage. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm seeing it now. She is getting it. Oh, wow. She's riding on his dick. Yeah, she really is. And he bought her a Rolls Royce. There you go. Could you imagine like, all right, we're going to get a divorce, but let me gift you a Rolls Royce. And I'm going to publicly just like dry hump the fucking shit out of you. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Have money. Happy birthday, Cardi B. Yeah, happy Chris, birthday. My birthday's in January, so start thinking about what you're going to get me. Yeah, get gonna, a Rolls Royce. I'm just going to dry hump the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're getting. Yeah, you ain't getting a Rolls Royce, but you will get a dry humping yeah. like no other. The shortest dry humping of your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right, so our first story. Catherine McPhee is pregnant. Actress expecting first child with husband David Foster. So I'm not sure if you guys know who these people are, but basically Catherine McPhee was on American Idol back when it first started. And I guess she did pretty well. And then she's, I don't know, like a C-list actress. I think she does musicals and stuff like that. She's 36. And she married David Foster. And if you don't know who David Foster is, he is a Grammy award-winning musician and producer. He's produced music for Michael Jackson, um, Mary J. Blige, Andrea Bocelli, Tony Braxton, Michael Buble. He is 70 years old. Well, that kid's going to get his inheritance really quick. (laughs) Well, the thing is... Oh, no. Well, the mom will still be alive. Never mind. No, but also he has six other children who are all like... Most of the kids are older than his current wife. No way. Yes. His oldest is 50. The second one is 46. And then the other ones are in their late 30s. And I think one of his kids is the same age as his current wife. So do you think this guy just like, when you're old, like you have like, like the great, like, is he still, obviously he's still getting it up, right? Oh, or is also, it just like, is he just getting like amazing Viagra? Like he's your rich, you get like the bomb ass Viagra. He's getting an adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. There you go. Maybe. He used to be married to, um, my god caitlin jenner's wife how many jenners are there dude i was wondering this too because i saw like i feel like there's how many fucking jenners are there there's a lot of jenners i think there's like six of them so caitlin jenner pre pre pre-transition uh bruce jenner was married to linda thompson they had two kids they got divorced linda thompson married david foster and then they got divorced, didn't have any kids. Then he was also married to Yolanda Hadid, who her children are supermodels. Gigi I'm so and Bella. lost. I'm so lost. lost this man. guy just goes around. And I just, could you imagine? I don't know. Like, what, is, what does this 30-year-old woman see in this 70-year-old man? Money. Money. Money, 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 money. Money. And then to celebrate their baby news... Catherine McPhee and David Foster had dinner with Meghan Markle and Prince Henry because they're BFFs. And then he gave her a Bentley. She probably already has one. This just sounds like the perfect setup for one of those like stepmom porns. You know, because <laughs> oh. like the kids are like the same age. Be like, <laughs> but mom, I want PB and J. No. Oh. 
<laughs> no, you, today you're getting wings and pizza. <laughs> oh, my favorite, Mom. <laughs> Give me that WAP step, Mom. Uh, wings and pizza. I just, I don't know. I get it. Like, I get it's probably for money. I just can't imagine just, ew, even touching a 70-year-old man. Like, that's just gross. Maybe, maybe she doesn't have to. She's definitely like made out with him. Like I can't imagine kissing. Like when I, I'm not even saying going all the way, just like, I don't know, touching. Like at Chris, Christmas, some know. chicks are like in the older dudes. It's weird. This is not that situation. Oh, maybe, <laughs> you know, you'd be surprised. Some chicks really are in older dudes. I, it's, it's all of a sudden, Frank, if mind. you were a billionaire, I guarantee you all of a sudden you'd, uh, you'd look like Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. <laughs> Money makes you more attractive, bro. That's just Actually, that, that's probably a fact. Money makes money would make you look like Brad Pitt in five minutes. I think the Jenners are proof of that. Oh, but Frank, I don't the, really. You're find the most them. handsome man I've ever seen in my life. Well, you pull up in your <laughs> Can I have a Rolls Royce for my birthday, Frank? Thanks. You got it. Rolls Royce is for everyone. <laughs> All right, Oprah. All right, our next story, which. I feel like millennials will actually get blamed for this, but Ruby Tuesday files for bankruptcy, shutters 185 restaurants. So Ruby Tuesday is filing for bankruptcy. They filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy and they have 421 restaurants and 185 of them are going to permanently close for good. Now, Apparently, before the pandemic, they were doing not so well financially, but the pandemic has definitely worsened their situation. So now they're filing for bankruptcy. And I'm, I'm sure in like a year from now, millennials will be blamed for ruining Ruby Tuesday as we have a bunch of other restaurants. My question is for you guys, when's the last time you went to a Ruby Tuesday? It's a good question. It's been quite a while. Um, Like I went like two years ago. Their biggest mistake and their downfall was they should have stopped at 420 restaurants. (laughs) Get it? Like smoking weed? (laughs) Uh Aha, got it. Yeah, 420. Because you said 421. (laughs) Don't they Uh, also have a buffet at Ruby? They have a salad bar buffet. Yeah, that's about it. Imagine a buffet. Buffets are done now, right? No way buffets come back. Buffets after. are canceled. Yeah. Unless you're at a Trump private event, then in that case, they're, <laughs> they're popping. <laughs> Trump just goes up to everybody. He's like, are you going to eat that? And like touches their food. <laughs> this is my strong hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this mashed potatoes. I'm just going to mash them up a little more with my strong hand. Well, I mean, A... We're too poor to go to restaurants and be no one wants to eat shitty Ruby Tuesdays food. It's literally like microwavable fucking American pub food. Like no one wants that shit. Yeah, just like Applebee's. What was that movie with Ryan Reynolds about the restaurant? Waiting. Waiting. Yeah, that was that that movie was funny. That like gave you like the best like that's how like a behind the scenes of like Chili's or Applebee's or Fridays or Ruby Tuesdays. That's what I felt like that movie was. I worked at a restaurant just like that called Hula Hands, and it was basically like a, a poor version of a Ruby Tuesday, if you can believe that. 
And uh, yeah, there was like mushrooms growing in the restaurant. Oh, it's <laughs> like, disgusting. Yeah, no, I'm not joking. It was like, all right, someone's got to go trim the mushrooms again. This is definitely in Orlando, right? Yeah, well, it doesn't exist anymore. It got torn down and rebuilt as like an alehouse. That place was gnarly. So it just, it, it just transformed like the coronavirus, just mutated. Yeah, I mean, dude, that place like, my bosses were all alcoholics. I remember one time, like, I, I grabbed the wrong cup to sip out of it, and it was just, like, straight whiskey. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, the uh, restaurant industry, you you meet some people. That's all I got to say. That's, like, oh, yeah. the one industry I'd never worked in. You did, right, yeah. Melanie? You did Outback? Uh, Outback, Applebee's, Pines Ale House. I've done it all. It's awful. I would never go back into the restaurant business from the customers to the people. I mean, you can obviously make some good money, but I, you meet some degenerates. That's all. Oh, so bad. They're, the back house people are fucking insane. And then the fr- everyone is insane. And, Everyone's and ev- insane. Everyone spends all their money on drugs and alcohol. Yep. So they don't end up actually making any money because they, they hate their lives so much that they just get fucking wasted every night. Isn't one of the things like there's always like a Coke dealer that works at like a restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, always you the can cook. get any drug. It's always the, the cook. Want. It's always the cook's always selling blow. And then the, the servers are always doing that and Adderall to keep going because they work like crazy <laughs> fucking hours and they have to be nice to shitty people all day. So they're just like gacked out of their skulls. I remember I used to fucking, we used to just take Adderall and like go fucking ham. <laughs> That's the only way we could stay alive. <laughs> what a good they, do you think like people like that were shitty to like the like workers like in the movie? Uh, like they would like spit on their food or drop their food. Is that like a real thing? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think I've ever seen that personally. We're all pretty, we were pretty good about it, but I'm sure it happens. Yeah, I agree. I've, ne- I've, I've never witnessed it, but there was this one lady, she was an absolute see you next Tuesday. And she deserved all the spit and jizz in her food. She's oh a God. terrible person. No, if She's awful. One time I saw her at Publix and I wanted to slam her face into the freezer aisle. She's that big of a cunt. I worked at a fast food place called Char Hut in high school. <laughs> I and know. I remember, and I remember they put me at the fryer. It was like the first or second week there. And I was like getting yelled at because like I couldn't keep up with all the orders. And uh, so I had to like use, I had to do the fryer for the drive through and for the people that were eating inside, dining in. And there was some lady in the drive through She ordered like 10 wings and like, I made the wings and dropped all 10 of them on the floor and nobody saw. And I was either like, you're going to get chewed out again. No, you didn't. I picked all of them. 60-year-old Chris was not getting bitched out again by the 80-year-old manager. I was not getting yelled at again by the 80-year-old manager who took his job way too seriously. I was afraid of him. Jesus. So someone got, yeah, don't go to Char Hut. I go to Charlotte still. I love their chicken sandwiches. I don't understand the just like the obsession with Char Hut. No, Char Hut is good. Don't hate on To me, it's overrated. I don't know. I like the chicken sandwiches. They're really good. The chicken wings are really good. No, I'll never get the chicken wings out the store. (laughs) You just don't, bro. (laughs) Fucking hell. That's so gross. How many other 16-year-old kids have done something like that? I'm sure quite a few. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, our last story of the day. 
This is a good one. A filthy priest was caught filming himself having sex on a church altar with corset-wearing dominatrices, cops said. Amazing. So a Catholic priest in Louisiana was caught engaging in sexual acts with <laughs> two women. Face. I know, he's just he's gross. <laughs> they were engaging in sexual acts and filming themselves on the church altar. They ended up getting caught because the lights were on and someone passing by the church thought it was weird that the lights were on at night and they decided to investigate and they caught the priest with the two dominatrix, dominatrixes or dominatrices and that's how he got caught. They were arrested and obviously the, the I guess the archbishop Ended up speaking out against this. He said it was just so filthy and devil-like. Dude, his face looks like Bobby Boucher. Yeah, his just like, face just... doesn't look real. Like, I wouldn't believe this is a real story. Like, what is that face he's making? That's his, like... It looks like a parody, face. right? It looks fake. It doesn't look real. Like, like and a... these girls, look, right, at these, look at these girls' eyebrows. Look at these... <laughs> these people are amazing. He definitely hired them, for That was sure. what I was about to yeah, ask. Yeah, that's why like... he's a priest. Because first of all, he's not going to get any pussy. So he decided like, all right, what's a good job for me, priest? And then, he, of course, he had to pay those two ladies. Someone you know donated what? that money I, he bought that with. That's for sure. I, I have no problem with this. I think this is a step up for the church. Yeah, I mean, think about here. this is better than fucking <laughs> this is low hanging little boys. Oh, the low hanging fruit. I knew it was coming. Yep. I, mean, yeah, I was going to say it too. Yeah. Well, apparently, so there's been an update in this story. I actually saw it. This happened over the weekend and there was an update today and the, the archbishop or, you know, whoever oversees this, this parish, he burned the altar because it was such a denomination. It's like, where, where were you when right. you, and then he got fired also. It's like, oh, but you don't fire any of the priests that fuck little boys and girls. Exactly. They just, what do they do to that? that? They just they don't they just send them to like new churches across the country right yeah that's how they like yeah they hide them this guy was too young was the problem you know all the church all the priests that are fucking little boys have been like in the church for like 50 years i maybe i'm wrong on that i feel like it's always the old creepy guys that are fucking kids this guy's young look at this guy he just like i think he's like 30 i think he's like 37 or close to 40 i mean he He's not a looker. All priests are pretty creepy are. dudes. <laughs> yeah. This guy's my new hero. <laughs> I love this guy. So yeah, they were like so disgusted by him, called him out. He was fired. Now they've burned the altar and they're gonna build why did this cat just much. why did this guy just like hide this? Like, why don't you go to the hotel? Go to like a motel six and do this. He's like, because no. he wanted the sacrilege. Yeah. He was like, he, I wanna I wanna fuck in front of Jesus. The girls are probably into it too. I mean, yeah. look at these girls. They were probably he. They might not have had. To, he might not have had to pay them. I don't think he did. Just look. They at were filming. Kids. He paid the them in meth. Them. Oh, that. There you go. They were making a video. They were gonna make some money. He on definitely the dark paid web. them in meth or oxycodone or something. <laughs> and then that was his. I guess his excuse was they were just filming. They weren't actually engaging. <laughs> But the person that caught them was filming in the video and there was like sex toys and yeah. So he's been fired and the altar has been burned and they will be getting a new one. I hope this guy like gets a new career in the adult film industry. Yeah, shout out to the Catholic Church. 
Nah, shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to him. I'm totally support this guy if he gets like a OnlyFans page of like he's like doing like priest porn after this. You would watch it? Uh yeah, fuck it. Why not? So Frank, before we get out of here, since we finished tea time, so I saw today that people confuse your name. Yeah, you're, you're changing your name. Is that what is going on? No, I think I'm just gonna go back to Frankie, like throwback. You know, I'm gonna reinvent myself. Cause when I was a kid, I was always Frankie. And then like, you ever notice like at one point in your life, you just like automatically go to like your adult name. Like now I'm Frank. Is that am I the only one? I guess I'm the only one with a name like that. Well, anyway, so if you if I have a friend that's known me for a long time, they call me Frankie, and then everyone else calls me Frank or Frankosaurus. So apparently, I don't say my name right. I'm gonna say it right now, Frank. Does that sound right to you? Sounds like Frank yes. to me. Yeah, I don't. See I'm the telling confusion. you, more than eighty percent of the time when I say my name, they say, "Oh, Brian." I'm like, <laughs> no, Frank. You look. You don't look like a Brian. Dude, every time they think I say Brian or Greg, I get Brian what? or Greg. My I name's sw- Jeff. <laughs> yeah no every Jeff. fucking time i don't know why my name is Jeff. It's Hefe, man. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna call you Hefe. how about that frank no, what's your frankie. middle name raymond so i'm frankie ray oh my god i'm raymond i'm the female version of raymond no way i didn't yeah. know that was a thing raymond yeah. we could be ray ray <laughs> <laughs> Icky and Ray Ray on the Keep Playing Millennial Show. Icky and Ray Ray on, on at nine. You guys seriously have the same middle name? Yeah. Yeah. I have Raymond. It's the female version. My Raymond name's French. And Raymond. <laughs> Everybody loves Ray Ray Raymond. And Frank, so we won't be having a show next week because you are going to Jamaica? Yep. I'm going to Jamaica. All right. A yep. COVID Jamaica trip? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of like, I'm being a bad boy. I, <laughs> I'm kind of like giving up. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going took, to Jamaica. <laughs> you took your Regeneron before your vacation to Jamaica? Uh, no, but I did have to get my third COVID test. My, my third COVID test now. This was the first one. I didn't have to go full nasal swab, though. I just You had, need like, to get it to go to jamaica you need yeah yeah that. yeah they require oh, you to cool. get a covid test you have to get a covid test within five days of your trip and okay. i had to like fill out this whole questionnaire thing um i have a friend that got fucked because they didn't know that it's the same thing for puerto rico and they were like supposed to go to puerto rico tomorrow but they couldn't they didn't know till today they needed a test and everything was closed for the holiday so um they're fucked they can't go to puerto rico now but i was smart i got my covid test and I'm going to Jamaica. Right near the beach. Boy. It's going to be a good time. But yeah, like, I don't know, man. I'm kind of loosening up the reins on my... I'm going to continue. I'm going to actually start living my life a bit now. I'm like going to Jamaica. I'm starting to do gigs and stuff. I mean, I wear a mask when I do it, but I don't know. I, like, I did a gig like a week ago that was like... I was concerned after I did it. I was like, man, I was like some people there and I was a little nervous, but I got the COVID test and you know, I was all right. So no. I mean, Melanie and, and I are both teaching kids. So, and we're all right, but we wear a mask all the time. So. Yeah. We wear a mask. We've had a couple, you know, 
kids and teachers test positive, but no one has contracted COVID from the positive people because of the mask wearing. So mask work. Are you going to call me for the third time, Frank, after your trip to Jamaica and be like, Chris, I have diarrhea. I think I have COVID. Oh my God, dude. You call me about every other week that you have diarrhea and that you think you have COVID. Well, first of all, I always have diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have like severe, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? IBS. IBS? I'm lactose intolerant and I have IBS, but I still eat like cheese all the fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just constantly shitting myself. But no, anytime I get like a little bit of a runny nose or like, and I also vape a lot. So I get like cough sometimes from vaping too much. So every time this happens, I freak out. I'm like, Chris, I got fucking COVID, man. Like it's, it's, I'm like, I have like a, I'm literally have like PTSD from COVID at this point. Well, we all do the same thing. Melanie and I, but like last week I felt like shit. And I told Melanie, like, I think I have COVID. So did I. I have like a little cough. I have COVID. I've had shortness of breath. (laughs) And then I, I have an oxygen meter and I didn't actually have shortness of breath. And ever since we moved, my allergies have actually been really bad. Um, so I'll wake up with like a scratchy throat and then also the fires have been so bad. So oh, yeah, like, oh, is it, is it the forest fires or is it COVID? So, I mean, other than that, I guess I don't have it. Your recurring diarrhea of eating pizza and ice cream. Well, I, I had a ice cream. theory at first and it, it hasn't been happening to me anymore, but I was like the first few months of COVID you know, we were like isolating and then every now and then we would like go see like one of our friends. And I swear every time after I saw like friends, like we would see like a couple, I felt sick. So my whole thing was like, oh, is it because I'm like locked up in my apartment? I don't see anyone. And now I'm not exposed to germs as soon as they come into contact with someone, I feel sick, but that hasn't been happening anymore. But I thought every time I saw someone, I had COVID. Yep. Same thing here. I mean, I'm like, I finally decided, like, I'm going to start taking gigs and stuff, and maybe I'm playing with fire, but, I mean, Florida is, like, 100% open now. Like, the clubs are open. The governor gave – DeSantis gave the Dolphins permission to pack the fucking stadium now, but they said they're they're not going to do it. Um, The NFL's had a lot of COVID issues already. I mean, you see the Tennessee Titans, like, they had to delay the game until Tuesday because they had – Patriots too, right? The Patriots as well, but the Titans are even worse. So the Titans apparently had like a secret practice when they were told that they couldn't practice. Oh shit, really? You didn't hear about that? Yeah. And so so they had a secret practice and then more players got COVID. So now the NFL is saying they're going to do like some legendary fine, like take away draft picks and shit. Well, they're also sending drones now all across the practice fields to make sure everyone's complying and wearing masks. Damn. I don't know One why thing I want to add is, did you see the NBA? No COVID cases, the entire bubble. I don't know why the NFL impressive. just didn't do that. Adam Silva for president. I mean, do you, but at the same time, I bet you that the NBA players are kind of like, these lucky NFL players don't have to be in a bubble. You know, like they had to be away from their families for like three and a half fucking months, at least like the Heat did and stuff. And I mean, I get, but I think it is, I really appreciate what the NBA players did. It was just a shout out to the Miami Heat on a legendary season and also like just all the sacrifices. You know, the players got paid like significantly less too, right? Because they they didn't have like 
the stadiums and all the revenue from that. So they took less money. They, they were, you know, held from their families and friends. And, you know, I think it's very admirable what they did. Yeah, I agree. But they also make millions in endorsements. Is it really that big of a deal? Yeah, but not all of them do. True. And also you got to think about the staff members as well. Like the, you know, their staff was there too and they don't all make that much money. I mean, granted they all make way more money than I do. I don't fucking, but yeah, but on that note, yeah, I think I'm going to start integrating myself back into society a little bit. So okay. knock on wood over here. I'm going We're to Jamaica. The NBA bubble. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to try to walk onto the heat, but I had that knee surgery. So maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year could try out for that scholarship oh so there God, it is folks episode eight has been completed by key blame millennials so frank's off to jamaica next week so we were gonna have a break but follow us on spotify anchor google podcast facebook instagram what does your billboard say frank my billboard says welcome to jam rock out in the street melanie what is your Millennials ruin everything. Millennials ruin everything. My, Actually, oh yeah, go ahead. My billboard says, um, Jimmy Butler's the man. Hell yeah. And I wanted to add one more thing. Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump. What? I win. Never said it once. She didn't say it once. Respect. Oh. Respect. Wagwan. We'll be, what, 10 days out from the election next episode? No way. Right? Holy shit. Well, your optics. Yeah, yeah, we will. Just oh about. Hopefully, hopefully you can come back to the country, Frank. I mean, I guess it's not a bad thing if you're into, <laughs> out of the country at this point. I won't sure. be gone that long. So dude. you're back the 19th? Yeah. So we'll be back on the 20. We'll be back that weekend. So the 25th or 26th. And then the election is a week later. Holy shit. Damn. I need to turn my ballot in. All right. One more thing. Mash up down Boomba Clad Donald Trump. The Poom Poom Bataman. Blah, blah, blah. Vote, vote, vote. Vote, vote, vote. Turn that shit up, Frank.